You're listening to 101.9 Hi FM. I'm Benji Shulman. This is the New Blue Review. How are you doing out there on what should be spring, but actually it's kind of a cold uh, morning here in Johannesburg. hope you're doing all right. We're going to be warming you up nonetheless uh, on the New Blue Review. So uh, looking forward to a completely different show Um for you this morning, all sorts of things going on. Uh, we're going to be doing a complete grab bag of different stuff. Uh, so, so looking forward to it already. Uh, towards the end of the show, we're actually going to be checking in with our friends at the Africa Diaspora Forum. Uh, you'll recall last week that we spoke about immigration and diaspora forum issues uh, in terms of immigrants and immigration. Well, they came back to me uh, yesterday, the day before. Uh, day before that and they said look you know there's this huge thing going on in Johannesburg and Soweto uh, and there's there's a lot of problems with xenophobic xenophobic violence so can we can we come on and talk about what's going on so I thought all right great we'll do a follow-on discussion uh, and see some of the practical problems facing migrants at the moment in South Africa so we'll chat to them at about quarter to nine also, New Year coming up on Sunday, Rosh Hashanah. It's, uh, it is Rosh Hashanah, so if you haven't made those New Year's resolutions, start doing them immediately. And uh, if you have not got your Rosh Hashanah present for Yom Tov yet, uh, we are going to be chatting about the best Israeli gifts to get uh, this holiday season. Some real rip snorters out there, really creative stuff coming out of the arts and crafts scene uh, in Israel. So that's pretty cool. We'll be chatting about that. A little bit of out. Else, talking about stuff in the Jewish news cycle, all that kind of thing. So we're going to be talking about all that. And then, I don't know if, about you, but uh, perhaps you're an underground hip-hop follower. Uh, we're going to be finding out about the local South African hip-hop scene, uh, which is uh, quite unusual for this show. But nonetheless, you've got you to mix it up. So we're going to be uh, chatting to Sean Trims. He is a local hip-hop artist straight out of Fosslerus. Uh, which is uh, kind of an exciting place to be. I've been to Phosphorus. It's a good place. Uh, so I'm excited to, to chat to him. If you want to be part of the conversation, please, by all means, 34519. That is our SMS uh, number. WhatsApp is 0618951019. That is, uh, in fact, WhatsApp. You can tweet us at KFM. Uh You can email us on air at com. And, uh, yeah, all of those are available if you want to chat. So that's what's coming up on the show. Looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great and uh, very very interesting and we look forward to having your comments as well and so with that uh, i'd like to take the time to welcome to the show sean trims sean thank you so much for being with us on the new blue review thank you thank you guys for having me so i mean perhaps uh, we have a lot of underground hip-hop listeners on high fam i don't know you, you never know about these things yeah. uh, people listen to all sorts of stuff but perhaps i don't know about you you're from uh Fosleris. yeah uh, it's a township not so far away from you actually no nah, it's actually 20 minutes drive but then you know what the traffic <laughs> monday morning so it's like 30 35 okay but 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 close geographically is is it the kind of place that produces uh hip-hop artists or are you a bit of a uh, I, I mean i go there for the church basically yeah it's starting to mm-hmm. but not phosphorus only just the east right you know like also surrounding um areas as well you know your cutler homes your Togoza, your um, Sunwood Parks, and so on. So, I mean, what does the East mean? Because if, if you speak to people in the area of the radio station, they're like, East is like, you know, it's Edenvale, 
yeah. uh, that that East, kind of East Rand yeah. kind of vibe. Is, is that is that where you you see the music coming yes, from? Yes, it's it's the city of Ekuruleni, Ekuruleni, where they still have electricity, which is good, and sun, and water. <laughs> Not always, we don't always have that in Johannesburg. Yeah. So instead of me just saying, speaking about phosphorus, mm-hmm. which is where I'm like precisely from, it's better. Let me just put the entire coast. Which is the east side, east the side. city of Okuruleni on the map. So talk to me a little bit about that, because you know they yeah. say good music comes from tough places, uh, and and hip hop especially obviously has that background yeah. of of coming out of Harlem in the in the eighties and yeah, the yeah. Bronx and that sort of thing. So so do you think that the east produces a, a particular kind of sound, a particular kind of music? Oh yeah, it is, it is, you know, because. Um, also with me, I'm starting to put out music that people can refer to as the Sean Trim sound or mm-hmm. the East Side sound or, you know, and we already have like major artists like Cuesta who are already putting the East on the map. You know, everywhere he goes around the world, he spreads K1. K1 is Katlehong, okay, which is right next to Fosloris, you know. So good music just comes out of anywhere, you right. know. It's not about... um from the trenches or the high life it's like from anywhere so, so is there anything about the east that's influencing music and and particularly the fact that we're seeing this hip-hop uh, uh sort of emergence from this area of the city yeah because i feel like talent from the east was being overlooked you know if it, it goes for radio tv music it's mostly south you know so we're to durban mm-hmm. or muff town or you know so the East, I also feel like the city in general, it, it should have been the capital city. I mean, we got the airport, man. Right, we got right, the, 100%. You yeah. know, we got people are like, where are you going? I'm going to Johannesburg airport. You know, it's the East Side airport. <laughs> you know, we have Empress Palace. To me, that's our Las Vegas, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, so the East Side is very, very beautiful. So that's interesting. Tell, tell me if for the listeners, you know, yeah. people might be out there and not really sure what does hip hop mean in a South African context? Is it Kwaito? Is it Gom? Is it, you know, what does that actually mean to say, you know, that this is hip hop? And I mean, we're going to listen to some of your sounds in a few minutes, but what does it mean to you to say I'm a hip hop artist uh, in South Africa in 2018? Okay. First things first, uh, number one, storytelling, mm-hmm. right? So hip hop is telling a story. In a way that rhymes mm-hmm. And um, I can't explain the beat man It's With beats lately It's just a fusion of, of uh, Mostly like different genres You know that's why uh, K.O. He started something called Skanda mm-hmm. You know it's it's a fusion of Kwaito And you know And AKA I don't know if you, you were paying attention To his albums The second album Levels It was a fusion of Of house Old school house music Right You know So it's like Everyone is just ex- I think hip hop It's like it's a, it's, it's a genre where It's like Open for a- anyone To like Experiment on Right As long as the end result Is It needs to rhyme You need to tell a story And The, the BPM needs to be In par with In the realm of hip hop yeah, I think that's an interesting question, you know, the idea of music and, yeah. and, and storytelling and particularly hip hop given, given its history and, and being able to, uh, tell a story because it is so word driven, right? If you're, you're not yeah. a hip hop artist if it's just about the beats. 
Uh, sure. You've you got, you got to have the words. That is absolutely fascinating. We're talking to Sean Trims today on 101.9 High FM, New Blue Review, chatting about hip-hop. If you've ever listened to hip-hop, if you're a hip-hop fan, if you want to know more about the genre, uh, let us know. 34519, we'll take a short break. We'll be back with Sean after this. From talk to music, from Johannesburg to Israel, from sport to business, this is 101.9 High FM. It is indeed the new Blue Review. I'm Benji Shulman on 101.9 Kai FM. Welcome back. We're talking about emerging hip-hop just from down the road here uh, on on the station. And we're talking to Sean Trims. He's, uh, would you call yourself an emerging hip-hop artist, an established hip-hop artist, the future of hip-hop? Tell me, what, what, is, what is your preferred uh, your preferred nomenclature? I think I'm the future. Yeah, I've the already f- started, though, you know. So it's like I don't call myself an emerging artist. Mm-hmm. It's just that people that aren't familiar with me call me that. Right. You know? But then with platforms that I've been on and stages that I've graced, it's like, nah, you can't box me <laughs> and call me an emerging act. So, so talk, talk – that's about the future, but let's talk about a little bit of the past. Right? Okay. What, what got you into hip-hop in the first place? Okay, cool. So my dad – loves music mm-hmm. you know we would wake up literally to music you know like you're still in bed and you just hear the sound blasting even in school days like right. during school days so my dad introduced me to music early early like from grade one i think and then two i'm from foslo in the gassi mm-hmm. um township so every december i would go visit my cousins who stay in the s- suburbs right you know and, you know, when you get there, like, everything changes from the music and, you know. And back then, Kwaito used to rule the music scene. Kwaito used to rule the music scene in the townships. So, um, when I got to the suburbs, that's when I got introduced to your Eminem's, your Nelly's, and, you know. And I'd look at my cousin's rap and Eminem song, and I'm like, damn, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then it started with me just reciting those people's lyrics. Right. You know, on a song that's like already playing on TV or radio, just reciting so that I could actually like uh, rap it as well. Mm-hmm. And I started like looking cool. I'd come back to the hood and rap an Eminem verse and people like, oh, you dope. In my mind, I'm like, that's an Eminem verse. But hey, people say I'm dope. And then in 2006, which was grade seven, I started uh, writing my own lyrics. Right, right. Just just making things rhyme, making things rhyme, making things rhyme. And then... Uh, my high school years That's when I was like Okay Let me just It's not about just Making things rhyme But it's about storytelling It's about um, The hook being catchy It's about punchlines It's about You know And then Fast forward 2015 Because from 2012 to 2014 I was doing my Advertising uh, Course mm-hmm. In Boston Media House So I had kind of like fell back a bit uh, with the music so so I could like finish my studies and stuff, you know. And then in 2015, I started seeing how hip-hop artists in our country were starting to make millions. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. Casper, a.k.a. Yeah, yeah. You know, the beef. Black coffee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they were were like getting endorsement deals left, right, and center. And people like in hip-hop, like. It was very rare, like ten years ago, for 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 a hip hop act to come out and just sell platinum, mm-hmm. you know. And Caspers and Ake, they made it look easy. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I see. This is where the platinum mine is now. Let me just there's there's a path. There's yeah, a pathway. yeah. Let me let me come back to it. Uh, it's super interesting for me that you came from uh, the Boston Media House because that's also been a bit of a laboratory for talent in this country 
uh, you know, you think about the freshers of the world, for yeah. example. Uh, Cup Kikitsu is another one. Yeah. All of them came out of that Boston uh, milieu. So it's really yeah. interesting for me that that's uh, been a place where, where people have, have been emerging from. But but with, with Boston, my situation is like even with high school, in high school, mm-hmm. the, the, the music thing was burning me. Right. So I remember I bumped into this girl. <clears throat> Uh, I bumped into this girl <clears throat> Sorry about that She was doing music videos Right Yeah And then She's like Hey so what you gonna do next year Yeah That was like Endometric I'm like nah I'm just gonna carry on And pursue this music thing She's like No don't do that Go to school You might bump into someone Who might plug you Into that world Right Cause I think it's a It's a huge mistake That we have With uh, I think people Who are looking at careers In entertainment Even in sports These sorts yeah. of things Where where, where, where they see the millions being made and they just think that they can go and make it on their self. But, but education is important. It is, it is. Because even the way I present myself when I'm sending emails and mm-hmm. I'm pitching ideas and, uh, the way I package my music and, you know, like the way I structure things from radio tours to television tours to single launch tours, it's like the way of thinking, my, my way of life. I think if it wasn't for my education, like it wouldn't be like this structured. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you would recommend someone look, who's getting into the art scene to, to definitely do an educate some kind of education. Yeah, I would actually like tell them exactly where to go. You know, it's like example. If you want to be in the show in the um, in the show business, like mm-hmm. entertainment, go to Boston Media House, bro. It's 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 Santin, bro. You're gonna see. It's the lifestyle, bro. You mm-hmm. know. So yeah. Uh, that's uh, yeah. I think it's an important point you make, and I'm glad you did because I do think uh, that sometimes we underestimate education in this country. So that even in even in this space, good to see that people are doing that. I wanted to go back to one of your previous points about the suburb versus okay, uh, you know, the Kasi, uh, and that the sound was so different. Do you think that that gave you an edge uh, in terms of of producing your music that you were listening to two completely different sounds, or even though they were related? Nah. You know, like earlier on growing up, I realized that even in the hood, people still listen to like your M&Ms. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's like I could go back to the hood and blast Tupac right now. Everyone would just know the lyrics. Right. You know, and then I sat around. That's why I, I rap in English, because even little kids in primary school, they know Lil Wayne and Drake verses. So uh, people would be like, dude, why don't you just rap in Vanek so that. Everybody else, everybody can like hear what you said. But I'm like, nah, be like, there's little kids in grade three, four rapping Nicki Minaj verses and, mm-hmm. and you can hear they know what she's talking about, things like that. So me with my style is just a little bit of everything. Interesting, interesting. Well, uh, let's actually listen to some of that. Uh, you, you know, we've made a lot about the fact that you're from the East Side. So yeah. let's listen to one of your tracks. This is East Side 2.0. Let us know what you think. Three, four, five. One nine. Uh, we're we're putting out the sounds of Sean Trims on the New Blue Review today. The best part of your day at the heart of your community. All the talk, all the music, all the news. Hi FM. Back with 101.9 Chai FM I'm Benji Shulman Sorry about that We were listening to the tunes there And then I slipped with the finger <laughs> I apologize about that Sean no uh, But I think people got an idea What inspired that song? What, what was it all about? Okay so There's a first single Before that That speaks about the East Side It's called the East Side So that mm-hmm. one is East Side 2.0 So After the moderate success Of East Side 2.0 
I saw like we should just keep continuing riding on this east side wave, you know? Like I feel like me just the first east side I feel like it wasn't enough. Right. Yeah. So I was like even with the second east side, let me just feature more people. So that's why the guy in the first verse, his name is Grey Beats. He's doing his thing in Shona, which is a, a, a language from, from Zimbabwe. And then we have uh, Basic in the second verse, which is also from the east. So everybody in there is from the east. That's why I'm saying my music is like a sprinkle of everything. Yeah, I've got some of my Shona mates who are actually SMSing in uh, to tell us that they are uh, loving the beat. So... Uh, we, uh, we, we, it's cool that we're, we're, we're doing, uh, that side, uh, of, of things. Uh, where do you feel the, the entertainment music industry is at at the moment, Sean? I mean, um, how do you feel that, that we're doing as South Africans producing music and, uh, and, and getting a message out there? I feel like the quality is there, mm-hmm. but the subject line is, is the same. Right. So we're telling the same stories. We're telling the saying. same thing. And, and, and do you think those stories are good stories? I mean, uh, I, I, don't, I don't, obviously my, my Shauna is a little bit rusty. Yeah. Uh, so uh, kind of what kind of stories are you telling when you, when you do a song like, like East Side 2.0? Oh, I'm just giving a person who's never been to, to, to the East an idea. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when you close your eyes and you listen, you, you can feel that, yo, the East should actually, should have been the capital city. <laughs> right. So, so, I mean, give it a, give us a sense. Uh, you know, if people are listening to you who might not know the, the languages being, being spoken about, what, what are the kind of lyrics that, that you're trying to get across to people? Uh, basically everyday life, you know, because I speak from, um, uh, an educated person's, uh, perspective, mm-hmm. you know, Whereas mostly in, in, in the music, it's like mostly it's like people that dropped out and uh, people who, who grew up without nothing. And, you know, like we, we, we got to change that. With right. me, it's like, yo, I'm, an, I'm a graduate. I stay with my parents. My, my parents raised me well. My mm-hmm. mom raised me well. My dad raised me well. That's why I don't have a song that disrespects females. I don't, my music don't really like swear like that much. Right. Not really. It's like not really hectic swearing, if, if I may put it like that. Cause hip hop does have a bit of a bad reputation for thug lyrics and, yeah. you know, gangster rap, but actually it could be a vehicle, can be a vehicle, is, it depends on the artist for, for for positive storytelling, right? Yeah, it depends. It depends because it it needs to go with your with your character, with who you are. Mm-hmm. So with me, when you see me and you hear my lyrics, it's like okay, cool. It's like a perfect fit. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. So so if people are, are are interested in hearing your music, listening to what you're putting out there, where where can they find you? Where are you doing your sets, etc.? Oh, okay, cool. If you want to find out about my whereabouts, because hey, it's spring now. It's like I'm performing all the time. It's like follow me on social media. Mm-hmm. Social media handle Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's Sean Trims. Sean Trim spelled S E A N T R I M Z. S E A N T R I M Z. Eastside 2.0, the Smash single you just heard right now is available on all digital platforms. Sean Trims, Eastside 2.0, out now. Well, there you go. Uh, you can check that out. Sean, thank you so much for coming to the studio. Really appreciate, the, really appreciate the time. I appreciate you guys. And uh, introducing uh, your, your music to the Chai FM uh, community. It was great to, great to have you in the studio. We're going to be uh, taking a musical break, and we're going to be doing it uh, by listening to Sean's uh, other song, 
Thank for you. Thank for you. Yes. Thank for you. Well, <laughs> Sean, thank for you for coming into the studio. Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, just remember when you become uh, when, when you when you're trying to fill up the dome uh, to, to let us know. All right. I got you. <laughs> there we go. Sean Trim's uh, hip hop artist from the east. Stay relevant and up to date. Keep informed. This is 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. Benji Shulman on the new Blue Review. Hope you enjoyed that. Something a bit different, you know. Uh, got to be profiling people from within our neighborhood and, uh, you know, coming through, uh, you know, community-owned companies. You know, Boston's owned by good old Larry Katz. So it's just nice, uh, nice to see that. Now, as you will recall uh, or will know, in a week's time, it is the New Year. It's Rosh Hashanah. Uh, people are doing New Year's resolutions. They're doing Teshuva. And, of course, uh, they're going to be getting the apple and honey ready for uh, the, the feast. That's what it's all about uh, as well when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, family times, eating time. And I was amazed to find out that in South Africa, uh, we seem to do uh, Rosh Hashanah gifts very well. I had a visitor recently from the United States. And they were telling to me that uh, all these things that we do here in, in Johannesburg, giving gifts on Rosh Hashanah in little bows with fruit and nuts and these sorts of things, these are, it's kind of, a, <coughs> excuse me, uh, an unusual thing. They don't, uh, they don't see it that often, uh, in, in the States. So it's a nice tradition that we have. And, and thinking along those lines, I thought, well, what can you get out there, uh, if you, uh, if you have, if you haven't bought, um, um, if you haven't bought anything yet for um, for Rosh Hashanah, um, uh, then you can. What can you get? What can you get, people? Um, you know, for for Rosh Hashanah. So, I I, w- I went to this website, Israel Twenty One C, which is a great resource if you're looking for interesting new things on Israel. And I, I looked and saw what are the coolest new items that you can get out of Israel. And I have to say, there is some fantastic stuff which you can, which you can look up. So, for example, there is the Jerusalem Soap Company. Uh, and, uh, yes, they do make soap, as you, as you can imagine. But they are focused on something called mashu, mashu boxes. I have no idea what mashu, mashu means. Uh, but it's created by a, a Russian, uh, immigrant to Israel. And she creates these special, um, uh, special boxes full of different products that, um, you know, that, that you can use. So they've got, uh, obviously, uh, things that you would expect like Yoffe date spread and Israeli uh, honeycombs from all over the country and also custom-made ceramic soap dishes uh, with little pomegranates on it, which is like really, really beautiful. And you get it in like a whole box uh, and it's fantastic. Or uh, how about this Shira Havari, her name is, and she's a Jewish artist who makes tambourines. She makes tambourines and she paints them. So, you know, obviously tambourines – very biblical. You can imagine people in the field, a tuba of, uh, banging on a tambourine. And she does calligraphy styled tambourines, uh, in the most beautiful, uh, Hebrew lettering. And, uh, and she, and she sells them. So that's, uh, I thought pretty, uh, pretty cool. And, uh, if you're looking for something a little bit more on the fair trade, doing something a little bit more for, for the environment kind of thing, then there's Studio Armadillo. Literally, it's called Studio Armadillo. I don't know if they have any armadillos uh, in Israel. Uh, 
so doesn't matter because <laughs> they have a variety of of different geometrically produced uh, designs for everything from mezuzah covers to uh, table sets to challah covers and and they're all made uh by people who um maybe traditionally wouldn't get the money from this uh, they're made by local artists in Israel and uh you know it's something that you can that you can get and feel like you're making a difference uh, at the same time there's interesting personalized jewelry with your names on it um there's special candles that are geographically centered so they've um sorry the the I should just say that the personalized jewelry is not connected to Amadillo. This is something called Pinat Halev, which uh, does personal uh, jewelry with your, na- your name in Hebrew cut out uh, with a pomegranate fruit shape, for example. That's another one. And then onto the candles, as I was saying, is Candle Kroon. And it's in Kafar Sava. And they make candles that are dedicated to the places that they've been. So they have one of, uh, if you if you want to know what Caracas smells like, or uh, Buenos Aires or Montreal, you know, they, they have candles for all that. And then uh, one which I thought was particularly interesting is called Scaventures, uh, Jerusalem the Experiential Guidebook. Now, I don't know if you've ever traveled or, or had to travel with a guidebook before, but this one is like one I've never seen before. It's, it's like a guidebook, which it is, but it's got everything from uh, poetry in it to uh, games to role-playing challenges uh, to interesting different kinds of uh, bits of information, maps, etc. And it's sort of like a guidebook that you use whilst having a lot of fun. And it's got cartoons and a great way to see uh, Jerusalem, I think. So these are just some of the ideas which are creatively coming out of, in, of Israel, which I think would make a fantastic gift for Rosh Hashanah or, in fact, for any time of the year. Uh, and I've already just um, uh, touched the surface. I haven't even heard... A, I haven't even spoke about the twirl and curl art, uh, which is made by Cindy Herberts, who is a South African uh, who, who moved to Israel in 2017. So you can go uh, check out some of her art as well. It's um, literally a dozen things here uh, that you can check out. So I w- if you're looking for uh, to be inspired to hear uh, and see a little bit more of Israel around your Rosh Hashanah table, I would encourage you to go to Israel21c.org and check out their article, 12 Amazing Gifts for this Rosh Hashanah uh, for all those crafters and uh, art aficionados out there. Uh, you can go have a look. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back. We're walking to the Africa Diaspora Forum. <laughs> Frequency like no other. 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman. This is the New Blue Review. Welcome back to the show. Nice to have you uh, on it. And by the way, if you want to ask any questions or be a part of the conversation, 34519 is our SMS line, 0618951019. You can do it on WhatsApp. Now, you'll recall last week we were speaking to the Africa Diaspora Forum uh, a little bit about what has been going on uh, from a policy perspective in terms of migrancy in South Africa uh, and people moving in and out of the country and some of the policy issues and what are the challenges. But in the last week, you would have seen uh, in places uh, like Soweto uh, and a couple of others that there's been some issues to do with migrants. And uh, I was chatting to them uh, this, this weekend and they said, you know, this is big might become another issue. So we thought we'd get them on uh, and just get a perspective about what's going on. So we have Crispin from uh, the ADF, Africa Diaspora Forum on the line. Crispin, thank you much for joining us 
on the new Blue Review? Um, I can hear you. Cl- I can hear you clearly. Can, can you hear me now? Yo, the volume is so low. I'm trying to get you clearly, but <clears> I cannot. All right, I'm, I'm going to try talking to the mic as as much as possible. Uh, can you give us an update on what is going on with? Yep. Uh, with, okay, I can hear you now. Uh, good. Uh, can you give us an update on what is going on uh, at the moment? We're seeing reports in the media, uh, shops being looted, and migrants being attacked. Can you give us an update? Well, you, you, um, you, you can see that the, the, the situation that is going on now is a way to the migrant being attacked due to um, the, 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 the expiring product that they said they discovered in some migrant shops. Well, Unfortunately, not all shops, not all migrant shops, you can find expired goods. But if there is, and they, 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 they prove it that there are expired goods, it doesn't need to lead into this kind of violence. I think the government has to take charge of that to, to you know, to question or to arrest people who are selling expired products. So we don't need to use that to, to fight or kill people, just with innocent souls because of this. Yeah, abs- absolutely. It does uh, seem to be a huge issue. Where did we see this uh, issue of expired goods being blamed on migrants come from? Uh, do we do we know uh, who's pushing this, this issue or this narrative? Um, Benji, I, I'm, I'm really struggling to hear you clearly. But um, with the little thing I can hear from you, I will try to to say to speak. Well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this expiring goose is like talking about best before. When you see products best before product that you can see used for one day or two days, you know. But what I'm my point is that must lead into violence, and if it leads into violence, why do some people? who are saying this product are expired as looting the shops and taking that product is not harmful to their to their health as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I can see how that would be a problem. I, I'm, I'm sorry that you, you can't hear us. I'm, I'm going to try one one more time with some questions just to see uh, if we can get uh, some more information. I mean, can I ask you, uh, do you expect that this is going to calm down some of these violence that we've seen? Or, or uh, are you concerned that we're going to see a further flare-up in violence against foreign nationals? Um, well, the violence, I believe, is going to calm down. You know, come down. First of all, I want to thank the government of South Africa, the ANC, you know, for condemning this attack immediately. You know, but I, I believe with with every with the situation on ground now is going to come down. But you know, you know, on daily basis there is xenophobic attack. Only when it comes big like this, we know that there is xenophobic attack. But this is going to come down. It's going to come down. But now what we need to do is to see on how we prevent this kind of thing not to happen again. And we, as the African diaspora Forum, we've been speaking to our people, the migrants, for those who are selling something that are expired, that they should take absolutely control of their goods, to check their goods if it has expired, and take it out from the stock. Yeah. The xenophobic attack, for me, is going to come down. It's going to stop. 
Well, I, I'm very, it's, not, it's, not, it's not all over the country. You can see just one particular area. It might move to another place, but we are busy with it, communicating with our community leaders, the migrant community leaders. So the xenophobic attack will be in control. Oh, well, that, it's good to hear because uh, you you don't want this sort of thing spreading. Uh, Chris, because the line is so bad, I think we are going to cut it there. But thank you so much for joining, and uh, we'll definitely be keeping an eye out if things uh, do get worse. But important to see uh, if there are issues that are uh, affecting migrants in our city. Obviously, there were some huge issues just a few years ago. Um, you know, well, with, thank with you, Benji. Thank you, and I'm open to to take any of your interview next time. But today the, the network was so bad, so, but we'll, we'll keep in touch. Thanks. No problem. Thank you, Crispin, for coming on. Okay, uh, bye. Bye-bye. He's from the, the Crispin there from the African Diaspora Forum, just giving us an update on what is going on uh, with the uh, the migrant uh, uh, xenophobic attacks. Uh, always something you ought to keep an eye on. You don't want to let that spread. So uh, I'm glad that we could chat to him today. Uh, also brings us to the end of the show. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Mandy. Uh, she was doing the production on the show today and uh, helping us get the guests and uh, make sure they're here on time, etc. Does a great job. Uh, thank you also to Craig, he pushes all the big red buttons and uh, makes sure things are sounding perfect. And to Vusi, who does a lot of our post production, and to all the people at Chai FM, uh, who really help make the show what it is. I really appreciate it. I'm not going to see you next week uh, because it is Rosh Hashanah. Uh, but uh, after that, we have some great interviews lined up for the New Year. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and I'll chat to you then on the New Blue Review.